Of course, there is a very serious objection to what I say in episode nine. If, as I have been doing throughout these voice notes, I am encouraging us to take seriously the notion that we owe to people like John Stuart Mill and John Dewey that we should perform experiments in life, that diversity and variety are good, that spreading our experiences as widely as we can and doing our best to extract as much of the meaning of every experience in the present as we can. The objection to what I said in episode nine, and it's going to be one of those objections that at first sight seems very serious, but in fact turns out to be a blessing in disguise, the objection is, well, if we can't, as you might say, throw off bad experiences, failures, uh, unsuccessful attempts to find our path, to define our trajectory, to navigate our way through life, if, in other words, we can't try a coat on and then say, no, it doesn't suit me and take it off without it leaving an indelible trace which is what I'm saying in episode nine, it must do, then nobody's going to do those experiments. We're all going to be ultra-conservative. We are going to ask for all sorts of guarantees before we do anything. And so we are going to restrict, very fundamentally, the kinds of experiments in life that we will entertain. Good point. But let's just think about it. One of the things that we've been saying all through, although perhaps as with so much, not perhaps with enough emphasis, is that certainly Dewey does not believe when he is talking about education, for example, and particularly in Experience and Education, which is one of his later books written in the 1930s, 1938, I think it was published. He goes to enormous lengths to say, we're not interested in just any kind of experience. We're not interested, therefore, in just any kind of experiment. There must be a sense in which any experiment that we undertake even if it turns out not to be, as you might say, a success or to suit us, like a particular cloak or coat, uh, any experiment that we undertake must be, an, uh, must be undertaken seriously. And therefore, it must be undertaken in the kind of spirit where we say, well, if this works... I am going to adopt it. I am quite happy to be influenced by it. I'm even happy to be influenced by it if it fails, because I think that the option that it represents is of sufficient magnitude and importance and gravity, if you like, to merit that degree of seriousness. So Dewey, I can't speak for Mill, I don't know his work well enough in this regard, but Dewey certainly says that you're not just saying any kind of experience will do. Any kind of experience. Just do what you like, do frivolous things, thrash around and see what happens. That is absolutely not what Dewey is saying. He's saying take lots of chances do lots of experiments, 
conjure up lots of hypotheses, conjectures, and test them out by the way you live your life as to what will suit you and what won't. But don't go so far off the trajectory that you're on that that is a frivolous, throwaway kind of example, the sort of thing to take the clothing metaphor further, where you buy something today, wear it once and throw it away tomorrow. That's not what he's encouraging. He's saying, do things with serious intent. Use your intuition to identify things that are worth experimenting on because of what Michael Polanyi called, in one of his best phrases, their intimations of fruitfulness. In other words, because they promise something that could be important, valuable, insightful, that could fundamentally change your life and perhaps even the life of many others, perhaps even of the world. Don't go into this in a throwaway mentality. Don't go into this trivially, frivolously. Be ready to be influenced by what you do for good or ill, confident that even if something fails, even if something doesn't prove to be advantageous or beneficial or insightful or fruitful, and even if it nevertheless and inescapably affects who you are, as episode nine was insisting that it must, nevertheless, even in its negativity, even in its failure, it is a positive contribution to your becoming, to your trajectory, to your way of finding a navigable path through existence. And so, once again, we've seen this so many times, what looks at first sight to be a fatal objection to what was being said in episode nine, that everything affects us because of our monism, that nothing can possibly be, as you might say, eradicated from the past. It's a bit like Omar Khayyam, the moving finger writes and having writ moves on, nor all thy piety nor wit shall lure it back to cancel half a line, nor all thy tears wash out a word of it. It's exactly like that, but not in a deterministic sense, just in the sense that if you think this is important enough to try, then you need to embrace the possibility that it is important enough to fail at achieving and to allow that failure, that non-achievement, to become part of your permanent history. And for myself, I think that the implications of that for the way we live our lives, for the way we live the present, for the way we try to derive and extract as much of the meaning of every present experience as we possibly can, is profound in a way that I haven't really quite got my head around yet. But I am absolutely sure that this is one of the most important insights that Dewey gives us. That everything affects us, 
Every experiment in life changes us, and even in our failed experiments, if we have chosen them judiciously with regard to their intimations of fruitfulness or potential fruitfulness, everything that we do can nevertheless still be a positive. Even when we don't succeed, even when we don't get out of what we think we are doing an experiment for, what we thought we would get out of it. It's a bit like applying for a job and not getting it. Sometimes, in hindsight, sometimes even at the time, you can see that it was one of the best things that ever happened to you. So we should treasure our failures, but we should also be careful, insightful, wise about the experiments that we perform. Because it isn't good just because it's an experiment. It's not good just because it's a roll of the dice. It's a beneficial experiment, come what may, if it's right for us in the here and now to try it. I think that says quite a lot about the way we should live. Mm.